Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed Podcast for Wednesday the 7th of March. My name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com and this is the Daily Phys Ed Podcast, a daily physical education podcast where I share with you reflections on my teaching practice, tips, techniques, strategies, technology tools and all other things physical education. Thank you for joining us. Today is another day closer to spring break. Um, with only two more school days remaining before a two-week holiday, which I can tell you right now is very, very, very uh, well deserved by everybody at Meadowridge School, especially those in the PhD department. It's been a very busy few weeks and months with uh, sport basketball season and different uh, activities and things taking over our gym but uh, I think everybody in the department is very much looking forward to having a couple of weeks off. I know people are headed off uh, in different directions, Uh, some people heading down to the US, other people heading um, elsewhere here in Canada. So that's what's coming up in a couple of days but we still have a couple of days left of school before spring break and some things to get through. Today for me I saw some grade fives and some grade fours um, and as well as Oh, that was it today, actually. Grade fives and grade fours. I had grade fives this morning, and it was the last grade five class that needed to present their dances, so they did that. They had some time to practice, then they performed. And then I had the grade fours through the middle of the day where we completed their peer um, and self-assessment. So to do that, as I mentioned um, in an earlier episode, I videoed all of the dances, and then I used a Google form where I had those videos um, inserted into the Google form, so I uploaded them to YouTube as unlisted videos. So you can't search for them, you can't find them, but you can still use them if you know the link. So um, I was able to upload those links to a Google form, and I had a Google form that the students filled out. And it was a really simple Google form. It just had the um, the video for the for the group's dance, and underneath it had a, a checkbox um, grid with. Uh, all of the elements of dance down one side, body action, space, time, energy, and relationships, and across the top, our learning levels. So uh, not yet getting there, got it, and wow. So the students were watching the dance and then using the rubric, which we had co-created earlier in the uh, unit, to assess the student dances. So they were assessing their own dance, but also the dances of all of the other students in their class. Now, some students did a really fantastic job at referring to the Um, the assessment rubric and trying to assess using those assessment criteria. Other students, uh, I think, um, watching them as they were going through that assessment were just choosing um, based on whether they liked or did not like the dance. So I think some more work around uh, how rubrics work and self-assessment and peer assessment probably would be beneficial for those classes. I'll be doing the same activity with the grade fives tomorrow, so I'll be interested to see how they manage using that rubric as compared to the grade fours. It may just be um, something that the grade fours haven't had a lot of um, experience using, but the grade fives may, but I may be surprised. So I'll be able to tell you a little bit about that tomorrow. Now, um, this afternoon after that, the grade threes were away today. They're away on camp, so I didn't have those grade three classes. But then in the afternoon, I had grade fives uh, for a DPA, or what was our DPA, which now is our um, additional PE lesson. Now, we had the full gym. That means our double gym full uh, free today. And given that the students have finished their dance unit and this was their last lesson before spring break, uh, there was no point really starting anything 
new. So I did give them some free choice and it did uh, raise an interesting point because when I uh, offered them the choice of uh, free choice of activities using the full gym, um, in my mind I, I thought, you know, you could choose basketball, maybe some people would like to do badminton, maybe some people would like to do some different activities, uh, really a free uh, option of, of the equipment that we have available to us. Um, some of the kids were like, we all want to play dodgeball. And it was interesting because uh, the kids know my stance on dodgeball and my stance is that dodgeball is not a game that I feel is an appropriate game to be played within a physical education class based on the fact that it is a human target game. Um, and it's just I, I just feel that it's not an appropriate learning activity. It's not an appropriate activity that is going to help students develop their physical literacy um, in any way. So I, I don't play dodgeball in my physical education program and the students know that. However, there is a history of dodgeball being played at the school and, and dodgeball is a game that, that students seem to love. So it did raise some issues. It's, it's always difficult when I had then the whole class saying, we want to play dodgeball. We all want to play dodgeball. We want to play boys versus girls dodgeball. Now, for me, I can't think of anything worse than a game of boys versus girls dodgeball at a grade five level. To me, it is just opening it up a can of worms in terms of injuries, um, in terms of just inappropriate practice. Now, it really raised a dilemma for me because I didn't want to be that teacher who just shuts down students' ideas. I wanted to use it as a learning experience and and I'm going to do that. So um, I said to the students that there was uh, some conditions, as there are always conditions, around their participation within physical activity at the school. And those conditions are that they're safe, that they're inclusive, and that um, it's respectful and res- um, of everybody else who is, uh, is a part of that community and a part of that group. Um, so I asked them to reflect upon, as they were choosing which activities to play today, making sure that those activities were safe, inclusive, and respectful. Now, from my opinion, I would say dodgeball is not a safe game, it's not an inclusive game, and it's not a respectful game. Um, they didn't see that as the same way, and so they chose to play dodgeball. Now, in, in having them play dodgeball, there were actually a couple of students who decided they wanted to play basketball, so I decided that I was going to play basketball with them, so we went down to the other end of the gym and started playing basketball, uh, while the rest of the class went to the other side of the gym and started setting up a dodgeball game. Now, within 30 seconds of the game starting, we had arguments, we had students getting upset with each other, and coming to me to try and solve their problems. Um, And at this point I said to them, no, this is your problem, you need to solve it, this is your game, you set it up, it's your choice, this is not my game. If you're having an issue with the game, then you either solve that or you you choose a different game. This is not, um, I'm not going to solve those problems for you today. You're a grade five student, you should be able to manage. So it was interesting to see just how quickly that game descended into chaos and descended into arguments and students becoming upset and students uh, deciding that uh, they were not happy with other members of their class or their community. So um, I tried to stay out of it as much as I, as I could. I was obviously watching for safety, making sure students weren't being unsafe. I had to speak to a couple of students about the ways that they were throwing the ball. But as far as I was concerned, that was not my game. I, I did not um, initiate that game. That was their choice to play that game. Um, and I hope to use that as a learning experience. I hope to um, share with them some of the observations that I saw. Um, and I hope to share with get them to share some of the experiences that they had in participating in that game. 
Now, it's interesting because I saw somebody else tweet about this the other day um, in terms of, uh, you know, what do you do when you give your class free choice and all they want to do is play dodgeball? Um, and I think it's it's something that is an issue facing a lot of physical educators out there. They, they uh, like me, have a philosophical disagreement to the game of dodgeball. They, they don't see dodgeball as something that is uh, appropriate um, for... To be played in physical education class, yet students love dodgeball. So it's that um, it's that conundrum of you know you students you want students to love being physically active, you want students to um, experience being physically active in ways that are meaningful to them. But then, what if those ways that are meaningful to them um, are in conflict with your? Uh, philosophy or approach to physical education. So that's a, just a little bit of a conundrum that I'm facing today and something that I'm trying to work through in my mind. So hopefully in sharing that experience with you, um, maybe some of you have some experiences similar to that and can share your feedback. I'd love for you to reach out and let me know what you do in those situations or what your opinion on dodgeball and physical education is. I know it's a very, very hot topic. It's something that some people are very, very passionate either for or against in terms of whether they think it's appropriate or inappropriate for physical education classes. So that was my day today. Tomorrow, uh, the grade fives will be finishing off their peer assessments, um, and then we'll be heading into our final day before spring break. Until tomorrow, my name is Nathan Horn from iPhysEd.com. This has been the Daily Phys Ed Podcast. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow for another episode.